Hello there, and welcome back to the SWTVC podcast, the audio home of the SWTVC crew and the ongoing push for the continued existence, expansion, and success of the heritage scale of Star Wars collecting. I'm Evan Freeze, or as you may know me on Instagram, at Mile High Ground, and once again, I am joined by the illustrious John Lindquist, a.k.a. at The Vintage Concepts. And we are going to be talking about convention exclusives and their history, at least in recent memory. And by recent memory, 20 years has really just flown by, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. So Hard to believe. Yeah, thank you, John, uh, for doing this. Uh, those of you out there, you do know that John is uh, tireless in his efforts to be a... Uh, an amazing resource, uh, an amazing historian when it comes to three and three quarter inch Star Wars, uh, and then even some six inch history as well. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about the three and three quarter inch exclusives for conventions. Um, yeah. So on top of you know all the prequel anniversaries this week, uh, you took it upon yourself to put together a pretty comprehensive little list here, and we are going to run through that for our wonderful listeners. Unless there's yes. anything else you would like to get in at the top of the show here, John. Well, just that we are doing this because we are on the eve of yet another celebration. Finally, you don't say. I should probably plan on going to that. Yes. Yeah, say what? <laughs> I uh, I have to figure out some hotel arrangements last, at the last second, and uh, trying to figure out if I should drive down Wednesday night, Thursday morning, thinking Wednesday night. Got to get your uh, vaccination uh, wristband at some point. Uh, it's a there's a lot of, lot of last minute things that I'm going to forget. Yeah, I uh, uh, just a personal aside, I uh, got my hotel room for the 11 hour point of my drive there uh, in Las Vegas. So oh, nice. that's where we're going to be staying. So I may awesome. or may not arrive at celebration with uh, zero dollars. So Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Or you might be extremely rich. You might hit it big in Vegas. Just if you just keep trying. Yeah. If I hit it big in Vegas, I will buy someone a, a barge. But otherwise, <laughs> I will be asking for people to pay for like a, a tank of gas and maybe a bottle of water for me. As so. Qui-Gon <laughs> said in The Phantom Menace, whenever you gamble, my friend, eventually you make a ton of money and it always works well. I think that's the line. Yeah. I don't quite recall. That's what happens in the movie, right? Yeah. yeah. Watto is doing great. Free slaves. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Well, speaking of The Phantom Menace, John, yes. where do we begin? We begin at Celebration, retroactively called Celebration 1, which took place April 30th, May 1st, and 2nd in 1999 in good old Denver, Colorado. You know it. I know it. We love it. Uh, celebrating the, the Mile release. High City. Yes, yes. Mile High Ground, some may <laughs> <What>? call it. <laughs> Uh, it was celebrating the release of episode one, The Phantom Menace. Uh, you know, a, a little bit about the conventions as we go through them. Uh, I have been to all of the American, uh, North American, United States, Estadounidense uh, celebrations. Um, so that was the first one. I lived near there at the time. And that was known as, uh, you know, just the muddy one, the Dagobah convention, because everything <laughs> was intense and everything was, it was like the worst rain in 50 years at the time. But... Among all that, uh, we got not a convention exclusive, but we did get three figures from episode one revealed, released a couple days early because the actual episode one product launch was on May 3rd. Uh, so I believe I was nine years old at the time. I did not go to the Midnight Madness, but you could have continued the celebration train and rolled right into Midnight Madness that night. But if you were there at the celebration store and that one of those white tents, you could buy the Comtech chip figures of Anakin Skywalker. Padme and Barry or Jar Jar Binks. And I waited on Padme, I'm sorry to say, but I got an Anakin that is still carded. 
and the Jar Jar. That was my first episode one uh, loose figure. I guess if you don't count Mace or the Battle Droid from the staff. So, yeah, nothing exclusive exclusive at that one. I uh, I still kick myself uh, living only four hours away from that. Uh, granted, what could an eight year old do? But, yeah. you know, we uh, <laughs> we ended up not going to that. Uh, I know I think I think my parents had talked about maybe doing it, but we didn't get a chance. So it was yeah. so close. It's the closest it's ever been uh, to me. Yeah. And I, I'm bummed that that's the one that I missed. <laughs> Yes, I think because I was so close, that was the only reason that I, it started a tradition, I guess, of going yeah. every single time. Uh, so, yeah, so the next time was Celebration 2, of course, which took place May 3rd through the 5th in 2002 in Indianapolis, Indiana, celebrating the release of Episode 2, Attack of the Clones, just a few weeks later. Uh, the Episode 2 figure line, which we already covered extensively on the last episode, launched on April 23rd, so it was already out and about uh, by the time Celebration rolled around. But there was an exclusive figure, as we mentioned last time, Commander Jorg Sekul. Jorg Sekul? George Sekul? Again, as I said last time, I just say Jorg Sackle. Yeah, George so. Sackle. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this was George Lucas, the first figure of George Lucas in uh, his X-Wing pilot gear. Did not exist in any other media. It was an existing Big Dark Lighter body with a new head. Uh, the body had also been used on a Y-Wing pilot, I believe. Did you get this figure at the time? I did. My uh, my cousins picked it up for me. Uh, they went. I didn't get to that convention myself. Okay. Um, yeah. So they lived. They lived close by in Fort Wayne at the time. So nice. I remember my dad and I took a train trip uh, to Ooh. Indiana from Colorado. Also, those fun time, fun memories. Uh, also, memories of waiting in quite a long time, quite a long line for quite a long time for mm -hmm. this figure. But uh, it's an X-wing pilot. He has an awesome black visor on the helmet. Um, I don't I don't know why. Maybe George's request. Maybe they had a picture of him wearing sunglasses and they wanted to mimic that. I, I don't know. I'll never see my yeah. eyes again. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't look at me. I don't want to I don't want to be seen. Um, it had an episode two blaster from the Captain Typho figure, kind of, uh, you know, probably whatever tooling they had on, on hand. And it had a glue Micro Machines X-Wing with stand in there, which was kind of awesome to see. Um, so as I mentioned, it wasn't a character from anything else, but it had a nice little bio on the back of the card, which I will read right now. And I'm going to pronounce him Yorg Sekul because that's just what I've been. That's how I've been pronouncing it for 20 years. And by God, I'm not going to stop now. That's so much better than yeah. Jorg Sackle. OK, <laughs> you know, thank you for giving me an alternative to say yes, so I yes. don't have to sound like a moron. <laughs> so I wanted to put a little Scandinavian twist on it. A little <laughs> down about he Yorg by the fjords or something. Anyway. <laughs> As it says on the card, among X-Wing pilots, Commander Jorg Sekul is renowned for his inner strength, his ability to remain calm under fire, and his mentoring of younger squadron members. Once a reckless dreamer, his life changed course after a near-fatal crash in his T-16 Skyhopper on his homeworld of Tatooine. He went off to the academy and emerged as the top pilot in his class and a natural leader. A visionary storyteller, he entertains the pilots in his command with far-flung tales of distant galaxies thousands of years before the Republic. Rumored to be Force-sensitive, many say Sekul would have become a great Jedi if only he had been born in a different time. So yeah, a little bit mirroring George's life, obviously, with the uh, near-fatal car crash that put him on the path towards filmmaking, of course. But I love that little touch. Um, also, staying in tune with the, uh, the EU at the time was pretty much every X-Wing pilot from the Legends yeah. canon at the time was like, oh, they're also Force-sensitive and they're going to be a Jedi. Yeah, so. <laughs> Yeah, why not? Yeah, I think like, what, 90% of Luke's New Jedi Order were people that were X-Wing pilots with yep. him. So 
every at the time every character was either a bounty hunter or a secret jedi or like a common every cool thing in star wars yeah. uh they had to be them it was you know if george lucas had written this it would be the original uh version of the phrase mary sue where it's a self-insert <laughs> character with yeah. your uh the best attributes you know before that got taken over by the d-bags let's just say that anyway <laughs> Next up was Celebration. So that was the first uh, real Celebration exclusive figure, not the last. Uh, Celebration 3, three years later, in uh, Indiana, also in Indianapolis, Indiana, April 21st through the 24th, 2005, celebrating Celebration 3, Episode 3. You sensing a theme here? Mm, um, the weird. figure. Yeah, why? What do you know? <laughs> the figure line had already launched on April 2nd, um, which I, I believe is April 2nd, but it, I remember well, just. As an aside for that, uh, Walmart was having a 48 Hours of the Force uh, release party thing. I guess they had a little tent in some of their uh, parking lots. But that was a weekend of daylight savings. So it was actually only 47 hours. So <laughs> I still want my extra Hour of the Force back. Maybe you'll get it at Celebration this year, John. Oh, man, I hope. <laughs> uh, so this exclusive was a Darth Vader figure which was the existing 2002 Darth Vader from the A New Hope 25th anniversary commemorative final duel set where he was packed with Obi-Wan. So it was uh, sort of a static figure, but you could have his arms out to hold the lightsaber with uh, both hands. It had his A New Hope look with the uh, inner robe over his uh, chest armor. It came with a talking base with a big old imperial symbol that reads Star Wars behind him and the words Celebration 3 on the base, so it's specific to the event. And when you push one of the buttons, it talked. It talked at you. Uh, with new James Earl Jones ADR VO recording, whatever you want to call it. And I remember, of course, uh, one of them was, Welcome to Star Wars Celebration 3. You will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. It's like, okay, you don't need Spot to. Uh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, maybe, uh, who knows? It could have been a, I could have been doing uh, some voice doubling him for him as a 12-year-old. <laughs> Are you if, why Rogue One as a sucks? Year old, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh God. I, I do want to say though the so that figure uh, I also remember that was my first celebration proper that I went to. Nice. Um, we waited in the long lines for that. I also oh, yeah. waited in the long line and got into the um, thing where they showed like 15 minutes of footage from Revenge of the Sith, and George was in the room. Uh, yeah, that was amazing. They showed it to us three times. They were like, oh, "Yeah, we're God. just gonna play it over and over again for you guys." So I remember people like just absolutely buzzing about that in the hallways, yeah. like, "Oh my God!" Then they're throwing the Senate pods at each other, like, "Oh my yeah. God!" Yeah, like in the spoiler culture now, you'd never see yeah. that. But back then, it's like, <laughs> "Yeah, you saw Yoda and Sidious. Like, you got to see Yoda catch the Senate pod, and then you also got to see him decapitate the clones on Kashyyyk." Uh, oh wow, it was amazing. They showed a bunch of the space battle. Fourteen-year-old uh, me was just floored uh but yeah. yeah that figure had um a little window too so you didn't have to open the figure all mm -hmm. the way to push the button and hear the lines so, yeah which is nice because uh, I, I, I got one to open one to keep carded i was keeping one of all the celebration figures to keep carded and then i still had another one where i just nobody wanted it over the years i guess maybe <laughs> my mom bought eight of them nice so, uh, well, where'd they I end up I still have them. So I was nice. actually just about to say, hey, someone, uh, <laughs> listener, uh, send us a message and maybe I'll send you a free Celebration 3 Vader. I awesome. uh, don't know if the batteries are still good, but uh, yeah, just uh, shoot us a message. <laughs> Sweet. And uh, this was also sort of, I guess, the beginning of the era where they would come in collector cases. I don't know, the the plastic cases, the clamshell cases, non-brand specific uh, star cases. 
And then around this time, there were some various international conventions. Not really going to be getting into that because they had just the same figures you already had in different packaging or different configurations, which is great and awesome. Uh, my research did not uh, turn up a lot of that, so uh, <laughs> we're not even going to go there. Uh, so yeah, so however, we will uh, talk briefly about Comic Con as those exclusives come up in the timeline. So for San Diego Comic Con 2006, which was really the first uh, Comic Con exclusive Star Wars figure was an exclusive 501st Stormtrooper in a special packaging. Uh, a basic Stormtrooper with the Imperial symbol on his chest and an Imperial logo stand with the Vader's fist flag. So you can kind of kind of display him with that. So that was nice to see, and it was kind of celebrating the real-life 501st Legion. Did not go to, I didn't go to Comic-Con until uh, 2014, and I've only been once. So excuse me for being a little spotty on the hist- good. I- historical details. I, I know my first one was 2011. And then I think the okay. last one I went to was 2015. I think I did 11, 13, 14 and 15. Uh, okay. You'd think I'd have a better memory for this, but uh, that was my <laughs> early twenties. And surprisingly, yeah. I don't know why, but I don't have <laughs> a very strong memory of my early twenties. <laughs> There's a lot of chunks just missing. from that Yeah. Era. Yeah. <laughs> As it should be. Uh, so yeah, so back to Celebration. Celebration 4 uh, was May 24th through the 28th, 2007, the first four-day event. There was another day, uh, maybe it was included in the day. Yes, 24th, I think, was the day they had the uh, Saga Marathon. I did not go to that day, but I went to the other four days, I guess the 25th through the 28th. But that was in here in sunny LA, Los Angeles, California. <laughs> um and then a few months later, there was a first Celebration Europe which in July 13th through the 15th in jolly old London, England. So these were both celebrating the 30th anniversary of A New Hope in particular and of Star Wars The Saga in general. And they both shared two exclusives, which were both from the Macquarie Signature Series line of concept figures, which was going strong in the 30th anniversary collection at the time. Uh, so there was R2-D2 and C-3PO which was available in the Celebration store, and Luke Skywalker in the Hasbro booth, which was Hasbro's first time selling items at their own booth at Celebration instead of waiting for the eight-hour line uh, <laughs> as he did just to get... Well, some of it was like hours and hours to get into Celebration and then hours and hours to actually to get in the line. Yeah, lines had, for lines. <laughs> yes, you had to get in early so you can get in the line. I do, don't really miss that aspect of it. No, no, no. They've gotten, you know... They've ballooned and grown in size over the years, these celebrations, from the uh, relatively quaint Denver affair to now, we'll get into some of the other stuff, some uh, tales of uh, upcoming celebrations, but... Oh, for sure. But just remember, Star Wars is dead and no one likes it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> some guy on YouTube said that, but... Uh, <laughs> but so this time you got to wait in two different lines, uh, one for the celebration store, one for the Hasbro booth. But I remember Hasbro also sold their uh, vintage 30th anniversary collection figures with uh, Indoor Leia, which we just bought again, and Bosk and uh, IG-88 and all those characters, all those figures, um, which was nice to get. Um, yeah, and so I think this was also, so that was the last time that they sold a figure in the Celebration store, and the first time they sold a figure through their own Hasbro booth, which they would do for the rest of the conventions where they had exclusives, um, if anybody cares. Uh, so I don't know what they did in Europe. I don't never know what they're doing in Europe. Uh, both of these, re- <laughs> yeah. but they uh, both releases had collector coins with different backs that say either Celebration Four or Europe, depending on where you got it. Uh, and did you get both? I did not get both. I got neither myself. Oh, really? 
because uh, I didn't go to you were super shocking. Didn't uh, go yes, to either yes. of those. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't think I have either of those. I actually just I missed most of the 30th anniversary figures, and I just got the Quarry wow. um, Obi Wan and Yoda set that I had not right. had uh, ever. So and we will mention that in just two seconds. But uh, yeah, the so these figures, all the Macquarie figures, were later repacked into I think during Legacy Collection or shortly thereafter into the Macquarie sets. If you just wanted the figures without the coins or the packaging, um, that was a nice way to get them. Since some of them are a little bit hard to get, like the like these exclusives. But and yeah, jumping ahead a few months to uh, San Diego Comic Con 2007. I don't have the dates for Comic Con. Okay, it's always late July. Just yeah, look it up yourself. Um, but yes, one of those figures was the uh, Obi Wan and Yoda set. That you just mentioned um it also had r2kt uh modeled after the 501st stormtrooper from the previous year to celebrate uh the original real life r2kt and they also had a shadow scout with speeder bike so convention exclusives convention exclusive fans were eating good uh that year as we did and some of them were available through uh, starwarshop.com pour one out for a starwarshop.com oh man i haven't heard stuff. that in a while <laughs> yes that's a website i haven't heard and a long time but uh yeah i love the macquarie signature series line it was awesome a little subset i uh I, i'm bummed that it took me so long to get them again those came out in my i think 2006 was the last year i was actively collecting um 2007 yeah. through 2013 i didn't get much so i missed all the good stuff yeah, that was uh, the weirdest time and some of the best stuff at the at the time. Yeah, yeah. Also, I'm um, just mentioning concept artists to the, the day of recording this uh, news broke that Colin yes. Cantwell, uh, uh, guy who just provided some of the original concept designs for like the Millennium Falcon and whatnot, um, he passed away uh, today. He was 90. That's very sad. Um, but I actually had the pleasure of chatting briefly with him a couple years back because he lived uh, just outside of Denver, um, mm -hmm. and I I was able to. Um, uh, exchange emails with him and chat about those designs. Uh, I never That's ended awesome. up getting anything signed. I was going to, uh, but then the COVID hit. That, yeah. So, oh geez, yeah. So yeah, it's how that goes. Yeah, because Hot Wheels, nice had, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, it's very sad to hear of his passing. And because Hot Wheels, a few years ago, Mattel had a, a little line of Hot Wheels um, starships based on his designs. Yeah, which were a nice tribute to him. Oh, definitely. So. I actually picked those. Up. I don't do the Hot Wheels, but I did pick those up. Yeah, I uh, I still haven't displayed them with all the other concept art figures, but I think it would make an awesome little display. Oh hell yeah, get a baseball bat uh, display from yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> the uh, the uh, craft store. It'll work great. Yeah, hell yeah. So uh, yeah, so jumping forward to 2008 celebration Japan, uh, the first one in Japan in Tokyo, there was the disturbance in the force pack, which was also released at uh, San Diego Comic Con the same year which was Darth Vader with, it was the 2004 uh, vintage original trilogy collection figure again, which was getting a lot of use at the time um, with a base that connects to a holographic emperor that would light up and have dialogue from the 2004 version of the scene, which was really awesome. And uh, yeah, I love it. So yeah, it was available. Some of these, like I said, some of the international stuff is shared with, uh, you know various conventions and that gets even messier as we get as we go down the line but uh yeah so if i forget your country excuse me i apologize um but comic-con also that year had a clone trooper senate security clone wars figure from the starwarshop.com booth and both uh san diego comic-con and starwarshop.com are called out on the packaging so if you want to figure with a defunct website on it that's the one to get 
Uh, next year's Comic-Con figures were Luke Skywalker in his smiling, the, you know, the best thing you can wear is a smile, folks. You know what I'm talking about? You're never truly dressed without it. So. <laughs> oh, my God. But uh, so <laughs> that was a figure that was originally planned for the 2008 Droid Factory 2-packs, but he was going to come with the destroyed R2-D2 or the one that was shot by Vader. So he probably shouldn't really be smiling about that. That's not a happy <laughs> moment. But it did inc- it did uh, sort of mimic the moment where he's coming out of the X-Wing after destroying the Death Star when we see that R2 has, you know, seen better days. Um, he also inc- And this v- release also includes a ladder so you can fully uh, make that scene and you can have him call Leia Carrie because he definitely calls her Carrie in that scene. And he's not, he doesn't say there she, as in there she is. Mark Hamill, I'm onto your nonsense. <laughs> yeah, the other one was the Stormtrooper Commander from The Force Unleashed, which was a re-release of a GameStop exclusive figure from the previous year, uh, which was previously on a 30th anniversary card. Now it's on, now it was on a Legacy Collection card. And then we mentioned it recently because a new version is coming to the Gaming Greats line. So if you haven't pre-ordered it, uh, you better do that. Yeah, a nice cool awesome. uh, 13 years later, we're getting... Yes. A new version. So hell yeah, I'm excited. So, yeah, I am too. So a lot of these, as you see, um, there was some new tooling like the uh, Macquarie figures, but a lot of repaints. You know, today we complain about repaints, repacks, partial retools for exclusives, but that's kind of what they're perfect for. Yeah, but we also did get some really awesome uh, new figures in 2010. Which I will say, looking at this, 2010 was the first Comic Con I went to. I think I said 2011 okay. earlier. Okay, so. how dare you? So I know. Whoops. <laughs> who 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 fact checks the fact checkers? But uh, we get a lot of hate mail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know you went to the Comic Con in 2010. <laughs> so, but that year they were there was one at Comic Con, one at Celebration. It was these the Comic Pack uh, releases that were both on the regular Comic Pack look line look in the i don't know how many there were in the shadows of the dark side quote unquote uh line look from that had like captain rex on it on some of the packaging it was the dark blue and black line look of that era uh, i didn't look it up tough nuts correct me in the comments i guess uh, i'll have to redact the intro yes. where i say you're well researched <laughs> i was researched about convention exclusives not the entire uh, history of comic packs so anyway these are some of the best comic <laughs> if they're the last ones uh they ended up ended with a bang yeah, but uh, they came in. They both came in larger, sort of book-like packaging, um, which the Black Series is currently mimicking with those publishing figures. But as with all things, uh, three point seven five did it first and did it better. Mm-hmm. So the Comic Con one was from the Visionaries comic, um, also known as Old Wounds, was a specific tale, uh, which was previously part of a larger um, issue, larger comic written by the uh concept artists kind of a kind of a what if um but it was darth maul versus owen lars which was an incredible set um yes. it was what if darth maul survived it was before he came back in clone wars um robot legs and everything robot legs and all the chicken chicken legs and all um which was very similar to the, the design they ended up using when he got those robot legs the, in clone wars the thing that i actually liked more from this uh visionaries version um i liked the legs and it was the same yeah like you said the chicken legs but i liked the long overgrown horns yes uh, where it was like his version of unkempt hair uh yeah. <laughs> yeah i enjoyed that quite a bit and i did get this set i so that was one thing that i for sure got when i was at celebration or comic-con that year okay uh, so yeah i got two of those i haven't opened either still all this oh time. my god 
So really, uh, I should probably do that. I know one of them's not super mint anyway, so you should. I'd have to do that when I get back home from celebration. They're awesome, and I'm doing some research as we're talking. And yes, the Entertainment Earth exclusive comic packs, as I believe, were on Legacy Collection. So I think these are the only Shadows of the Dark Side ones. Okay, that's why I was a little hazy. It seems true, you know. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Thank you, Rebel <laughs> Scum uh, Photo Archives, for doing a lot of the research. Uh, and thank you for fact checking, yes, John. I know. Yes, yes. I, I call myself the host, but let's be honest here. I'm just the guy who pays for the Zoom account. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> isn't that what's really important here? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I I think I I don't remember if I got one to keep carded because I wasn't keeping anything carded outside of celebration exclusives and a few things like silver figures and Christmas figures, but. Uh, I have it. I have it loose, and the Owen's unique. He's a little bit older. It's in between uh, trilogies, sort of. And yeah, Maul is just great. I think I always wondered, you know, could they have repacked him? Could they have re- released him with a uh, a new head with shorter horns or an existing head with shorter horns? I'm sure plenty of customizers have tried this. I'm sure because his look was basically the same in Clone Wars, but he had already got his horns filed off by that Night Sister magic by then. I might uh, if I open it up. I might. Uh, because I do have another extra Mandalore Maul. I wonder if that head would work. On oh, yeah, body. I don't know. I'll the barbell check. might be different. Yeah, I'm sure someone's yeah. done it, but... Nothing a little Dremeling can't fix. Yeah, yeah. So, But the Owen also... So Maul could work for Clone Wars. Owen could work for the Obi-Wan Kenobi show, technically, even though it doesn't really look like Joel Edgerton, but that's all right. The next of this was available at Celebration 5, August 12th through the 15th in 2010, the first but not last one in Orlando, Florida. Celebrating the 30th anniversary of The Empire Strikes Back. What better way to celebrate The Empire Strikes Back than with figures based on A New Hope deleted scenes? <laughs> so they can say uh, it was a comic pack, but we know it was for the deleted scenes because it was Luke's friends uh, from Anchorhead, Cami Marstrap, and Lane Fixer, Lonosner, Lonosner, Lonosneo. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I like your accents on yeah, these. He's, yeah. He's from the, the, the uh, Ryloth, little Ryloth. Um, section of Tatooine. So, yes, and again, these were some of the first Book of Boba Fett figures uh, <laughs> a decade before that was even a thing. But they, uh, yeah, so they can fill out those meager scenes. We just don't have Boba. We don't have any of the Nikto uh, Biker Scouts, but we have Camion Fixer. I just want to ask, so Tatooine Boba has been released everywhere except the U.S., it seems. Yeah. Uh, I hope we get that figure soon. <laughs> I was thinking about that earlier because it's there's been so many bobas at, in both scales. If you collect both scales, like us filthy sixers, yeah, scale scale traders. But there's so many slight variations, and some are exclusive to different stores, and some aren't. And the exclusivity is different across the lines. It's hard to keep track. It's exhausting. Uh, one has pants. One has uh, fluffy pants. Yeah, it's you know it's yeah, hard to pants. keep track. Another one but, has that yeah uh, butt cape. Or yep. <laughs> whatever those are called. <laughs> but if you like weird accessories, uh, you'll love this comic pack because it has Kami's weird space dog from the comic, which I don't know what that thing is. Uh, that My research failed me on that. But uh, yeah, they are from the comic. They're from the deleted scene, but it includes the comic uh, Empire number eight. So they're technically from that, I guess. Um, yeah, package like the old wound set, which was awesome. Um, 2010, in addition to being the 30th anniversary of The Empire Strikes Back, was the first year of the Vintage Collection. Ooh, Genesis. Yes, yes. So, I guess, was this the first item available? Because the Wave 1 was the Empire Strikes Back wave, 
Mm-hmm. And it was available around this time. Maybe it was like slightly before celebration. I remember it being available in summer. I, I remember seeing it. it a ton and not, and, and I, I picked up a couple from like the later waves, but yeah, it must've been around this time. If that was August. Yeah. I got to look it up. Cause I remember going to the 48 hour film festival. I don't know if you did this one. I did a couple of them with uh, some friends of ours, but uh, I remember driving down there and finding the wave at target and being like, Oh my God. And just having them sit in the car. <laughs> forget the forget 48 hours of filmmaking i just wanted to open the figures but uh, <laughs> yeah so anyway at celebration in addition in addition to the great empire strikes back uh stuff in the shadows of the dark side and vintage collection line looks they had the bounty hunters 30th anniversary exclusive which was the two-pack of zuckus and four lom or four lom okay deborah chow now has weighed in and said that it's four lom cool because we have spoiler we have one jack in the uh, <laughs> Obi-Wan show, that's the 4LOM looking battle droid, a bounty droid, excuse me. So whatever you want to call it, Kenner called them by the opposite names back then. And that somebody along the line said, switch them. So, of course, that pack in 2010 uh, paid homage to the 1980 figures with both the different names and the Kenner colors. Uh, of course, it's the only time Zuckus, today's Zuckus, uh, yesteryear's 4LOM appeared, has appeared in the vintage collection. Um, but the the droid one, whatever you want to call him, has uh, he also appeared in the regular vintage collection proper at the exact same time in his movie accurate colors, um, which was a great set. You can open it up. It had a little slip cover and you open it up and there's a little window to the figures in there. So you can keep those carded. I um, just I think, got those last you? summer. Uh, nice. Yeah, they are great. I, I like them quite a bit. I did pull them out of the box so I could put them in star cases. Uh, sweet because i i don't know i like my carded figures in star cases but i do have the packaging is still slotted in uh, nice in my display as well i think mine's just sitting on the floor of my collection room somewhere but <laughs> i just i'm sorry i just realized i tipped the hand that <laughs> i collect boxes yeah yeah i do too so <laughs> oh boy <laughs> something to, something to work on uh i got it spiritually you know oh boy yep that's uh yeah <laughs> god <laughs> but uh I also got them open because these are these are some of the only three and three quarter modern figures with modern sculpting and articulation, but with Kenner colors. And again, Black Series has gone to this well recently. Um, and they did for the 40th anniversary of Empire Strikes Back. They did this exact set in six inch because, yeah. you know, what uh, the words creatively bankrupt come to mind sometimes. <laughs> but if you Would, have the re, if you have the easy repaints, you're going to do them. So good Would, for them. Would you consider the droids figures as Kenner colors? Oh yeah, uh, yes, that's that's a good point. Okay, I so say, we just but, got those literally. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally just got them. Um, however, because R two D two is based more on the animation than he colors than he is on the Kenner figure colors. Okay, like if he was based more on the Kenner figure colors, he'd have a big red eye. But and because Boba was the the new Boba is also based more on the animated look because the original nineteen eighty five droids figure. Uh, it was just the Kenner, imp- uh, the Kenner colors again. Okay, so, so kind of no. Ad- okay, fine. Kenner adjacent. Yes, Kenner adjacent. Yeah. yeah. See, I mean, C three PO was the original Kenner droid. C three PO was the only one that was really totally based off the cartoon art, I guess. Okay. So you know, he, he he can join the club. He can stand near. There can be a spectrum and yeah. Orlam and Zuckus, and then C three PO, and then R two and Boba a little bit to the side of them. For sure, it's a spectrum. Yes. <laughs> So, 
yeah, next year's Comic-Con. Here's a big one. Uh, the Revenge of the Jedi Death Star set from 2011. Uh, I was infamous, at Comic-Con. Uh, yeah, you didn't get it at the time? No, you were I collecting? didn't. Because uh, oh I God. wasn't collecting. And then I remember, I think you had mentioned it to me. And I saw people with it and I intended yeah. on getting it, but I was only at the show for one day and I okay. didn't have a chance. I think they had sold out the day I was there. Oh, geez. Uh, or at least earlier the because they whatever. did the allotment for a couple yeah. of days. And uh, to this day, it haunts me. It torments my yeah. very soul. I'm it's, haunted by the numbers they never should have given them. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> As chronicled in the uh, uh, the Blue Milk book, too. Yes. So. Oh, God. So, yes, it. The set, of course, if you don't know, but you probably know, but it's a giant cardboard Death Star, second Death Star for, uh, I don't know why, but at the time, uh, these 12 figures were also available at retail on Revenge of the Jedi cards as a little chase. It was a fun little thing. Um, I guess it was back in the days of 12 figure cases, so another thing to be nostalgic for. But yeah, it was all figures that were available in the, the 12 regular size figures, I should say, were all available at regular retail. And who doesn't love uh, me just reading lists for a minute? Because that's again, what I think. that's that's the bread and butter of, of the show, yeah. dude. <laughs> <laughs> you won't see you reading lists on clearance. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But uh, so yes, yeah, so this set included VC08 Darth Vader, VC09 Boba Fett, but the Return of the Jedi version, not the initial VC08 uh, Empire Strikes Back version. VC22 Admiral Akbar, VC23 Luke Skywalker Indoor Capture. VC-25, R2-D2. VC-26, Rebel Commando, the second chase version, who I forgot was only available on the Revenge card. The first version, the white version, was only on the Return card. Uh, VC-27, Wicket. VC-41, Stormtrooper. There are a few versions of him as well. I'm not even going to get into that. Uh, VC-62, our favorite figure, Han Solo in trench coat. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> VC-63, B-Wing Pyatt, Key and Farlander. Uh, VC-64, Princess Leia, Slave Outfit. And VC sixty five Tie Fighter pilot. And, and wait a wait a minute, what's this? I, I, I let me adjust my vision. But there's two more small figures in this set. What is it? Oh my! Oh my gosh! And they have numbers. <laughs> VC sixty six Salacious Crumb and VC sixty seven Mouse Droid. Oh boy! Guaranteed to either send your OCD into overdrive or make sure you're not a completist ever again. It's uh, both both for me. Yes. I, my OCD hurts, <laughs> and I need them, and I will have them someday. <laughs> But I just need to accumulate a couple grand first to drop yes. on that. Because oh, not only so not only were the other 12 figures available at retail at the time, mm -hmm. uh, seven of them have since been reissued in uh, TVC. Oh, 2. wow, wow, wow. Uh, I just as you were going through, I was looking yep. at them. So Vader, Boba Fett, Akbar, um, VC-23 Luke, uh, Wicket, Han Solo Trenchcoat, and TIE Fighter Pilot. Well, because... The Return of the Jedi Boba Fett hasn't, I mean, they, we got a better update, obviously, but sure. yes, point taken VC08 Boba or VC09 yeah. Boba Fett on the old body. And then we've gotten the R2D2 a million times on various things, including the droids version. Yeah. Uh, and the upcoming Centroscope version. So, yeah. And yet, I've been a huge proponent of uh, saying, begging. Hasbro to reissue VC sixty six and VC sixty seven, yeah. even if it was a even if it was another celebration exclusive or convention exclusive. Just what about so that if, I just need them. <laughs> what about if it was in a completely different scale and packed in with an overpriced Rancor Haslab set? Then I would wouldn't may, back it, and I have a feeling 
not many yeah. people would. <laughs> would that feel cool or would it kind of feel like a kick in the gonads? It, I'm going to tip the hand and tell you that it 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 felt like getting hit yeah. in the nuts with a skateboard. <laughs> it, <laughs> I hated I hated that reveal that they're like, yeah, we'll do the salacious yes. crumb. I the was cons- so mad. I was that was I don't hmm, I try not to be very mad about toys, at least yeah, yeah. Uh, at least not publicly. <laughs> Yeah, but I was mad about that one. That one irritated that one hurt. me quite a bit. Yes, yes. I don't <laughs> think they meant. They were trying to get the vintage collection fans over, and we were. Everybody's like, ah, no, yeah. no. We've wanted this. We wanted another crack at this guy. Yeah. And uh, anyway, anyway, yeah. enough said about the ranker. Go listen to our five-hour episode about that. <laughs> Everybody but, loves our two-person, three-hour yes. <laughs> uh, opining over things. <laughs> But so the figures themselves were, you know, nothing new. The uh, both of them had been released before that. We've gotten a better mouse droid since then. There was a better mouse droid at the time, I think, right? Or shortly thereafter, anyway. The Tarkin that came out in 2012 um, had one with wheels, I want to say, but it yeah. was after this. And then I'd like a new Slacious Chrome. We could use a new mouse droid. Why not? Yeah. With, I, with all wheel drive and, you know, little I mean, storage listen, compartments. Just. If they just reissued those two mini cards in like a little box and they're like, that's going to be a hundred dollars. Yeah. That sounds awful. But think about yeah. this. Those two <laughs> figures, I just saw a listing on Facebook, someone selling just the mouse droid, I think for $800. Oh my God. $800 for just the mouse droid on a mini card. Like. Ay, ay, ay. Ah, and they don't even have star cases for them because they're, they're small cards. Uh, yeah. They, they drive me crazy. Those two figures drive me crazy. I have. I, I'm only missing VCP, uh, VCP03, uh, Rocket Firing Fett, and okay. those two to have a complete run of all the different numbers in oh, Vintage wow. Collection. And those two are going to continue to go up in price and piss me off until I can, <laughs> you know, I don't know, conjure a miracle to buy them. So Yes. Uh, or find an estate sale where somebody, you don't know, somebody didn't know what they had. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> The thing uh, I was going to say, and I will say right now, um, I don't have the OCD that some of us have about the numbers, and I didn't uh, collect VC 1.0 carded for the most part. I do actually have VCP 03, the rocket firing FET carded. Oh, nice. And um, we'll see how nice you are to me. But Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> one day, dur- during my estate sale, uh, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> if you try to, so if I get poisoned at celebration next week, uh, officers arrest that man yeah i I swear um, the hotel room that you're getting from me is gonna be fine (laughs) it's not gonna be locked from the outside and filled with fire (laughs) oh my god i'm excited but uh, so i did not get this set because all the all the figures uh all the loose figures are exactly the same as ones that were available at retail and uh however i did get the next year's giant comic con set which was awesome uh little did we know it would be the last three and three quarter commission exclusive for the next six years. Oh my God. But <sighs> uh, that was one of the uh, face palm moments of uh, doing the research today that I figured out. But anyway, <laughs> in 2012 at San Diego Comic-Con, you could get the carbon freezing chamber set uh, with the lost line look figures in there. So it was seven carded figures, including uh, six figures that were on the lost line look. They were also available at retail in that look and also available at retail on regular vintage cards. So there was, as he's, as they're called on the back, there's EP101 Jar Jar Bings, a.k.a. VC-108. EP202 Clone Trooper Lieutenant, a.k.a. VC-109. 
EP303 Shock Trooper, aka VC110, EP404 Sand Trooper, aka VC112, EP505 Princess Leia, aka VC111, and EP606 Darth Vader, aka VC115. Why they put them out of order in the vintage collection, I do not know, and why they called them by the movies and then the numbers when they knew there was only ever going to be these six, I also do not know. But the seventh figure in the middle of the set, if you pull a little cardboard insert on the side and pull them out, you get Jar Jar Binks in Carbonite on a Phantom Menace Vintage Collection card. <laughs> uh, the only figure in the set on a standard TVC card and uh, a figure that I will never open. Yeah. I will never I mean, it's not really figure. an action figure anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, they did a fun thing where uh, you could remove like the middle part so the, the frame is still intact and flip it around so that it's like the empty, you know, the empty carbonite in Return of the Jedi after Han is out. Yeah. So as if Jar Jar uh, has gotten out, you can use the other Jar Jar figure in the set, but uh, you'd probably be insane to open this. I know some customizers lately have been doing casts of Jar Jar and Carbonite. Yeah. Uh, I apologize that I don't know their names offhand. Look around, you'll find them. It's, um, oh man, you know, these lost line ones, would you, would you consider these, uh, like if you were to display them, would you consider them variants of the vc figure and have them like next to that if you were to do that or uh, would I you have, have them after vc 1.0 as like ep1 hmm. ep, like ep uh, ep01 ep2 or whatever that's a good question because much like the droids they're like they're technically a vintage collection but they're their own thing i don't know if the word vintage if the phrase vintage collection appears on their cards or not uh it might not but um yeah i don't know i have them all still in the in the set in the carbonite yeah. set um what I have I have all the lost lines. So this is one that um, I I knew about it and I saw it for the first time in person at your place when you showed it to me. Yeah. Uh, one time when I visited and saw your amazing collection. Uh, Thank you. Good Thank God, you. I, I cannot sing the praises of your collection <laughs> enough. Um, uh, yeah. So I saw it then, fell in love with it, and thought, "Yeah, I'm never going to own this." But yeah. <laughs> in 2019, I think uh, I found it on a Facebook listing in denver a local listing and i i got it for 350 bucks wow uh, and it had everything it was mint yeah with jar jar oh my god uh so i i snagged it instantly it was actually the same week i found a uh, uh the tvc 1.0 toys r us vintage falcon for uh 300 bucks as well awesome uh mint so whew, lucky week um yeah <laughs> so yeah i still have it I still have the lost line figures in there, but I do have Jar Jar out and I have them in a Gonk Toys uh, acrylic case. So. Sweet. Uh, mine's just chilling in the middle, unfortunately. Um, I keep wanting to put him back in it though. Cause like that set. It's part of the fun, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I struggle with it. Like how to, how to display, but I want that Jar Jar to be displayed out. Cause I, I love having all my card backs facing out and, you know, rotating through. Sure. So, uh, and looking at eBay, you're going to have to edit out some of my clicks from a second ago. <laughs> but the set itself has been going for between 300 and 500 ish. Um, some with Jar Jar, some without. Yeah. Jar Jar and Carbonite has been selling for roughly $900. Oh, not, not many listings, but a few. And then uh, regular vintage collection Jar Jar is going for about 100 And then Lost Line Look Jar Jar, only about $30. So if you want a fresh VC Jar Jar, just go for the Lost Line Look because everybody forgot about it. It's, it has been lost all over again. That was one of the few VC figures that I remember because this was right before I got back into collecting uh, 
more seriously. And I remember seeing the lost line look and not paying because I wasn't paying attention to that. I remember texting you from yeah. a target yeah. in Michigan and holding the, yeah. the lost line jar jar and being like, what is this, yeah. John? Tell me what this is. And you were like, oh, it's a lost line, you know, alternate. What in the and world? I was like, okay, cool. And I didn't pick it up. I wish I did because I still don't have a loose um, VC jar jar. So I guess I'll have to shell out the 30 yeah. bucks now instead of the uh, $10 at the time. It's a little uh, that, word of the wise. Yeah. 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 I remember seeing it at Kmart and being like, oh, off uh, a little caught off guard. See, that's another blast from the past is the Ooh. existence of Kmart's. Um, I got Last Jedi stuff at a Kmart, so it wasn't that yeah, yeah. long ago. It, it really wasn't. But I yeah. mean, Last Jedi was still five years ago, if you can almost five years ago, four and a half. Okay, that does hurt a little bit. <laughs> which is insane. I remember towards the end of Kmart, I remember just seeing piles and piles of their slightly different Black Series figures with uh, bases, like Jin on a big mountain of turds, and then yep. Rey and Kylo on their snowy they, they legit the last kmart i went to legit had a mountain of those uh yeah it was it was kind of sad i it made me sad yeah. seeing it uh, just in general i know it didn't put i know it, that didn't put kmart in the ground but it probably didn't help nah. uh real quick while we're sort of jar jar adjacent i just wanted to share a quick story about celebration one going back to that yeah um that i remember seeing ahmed best uh at the uh he had a you know a panel I guess you'd say, which was awesome before the movie, before anybody knew anything about him, about the character or anything. Um, before the internet and Star Wars before, before did their the thing. Internet, before everybody <laughs> became terrible. But uh, I'll say, I guess to preface, I had a little, um, they had like an on-site photo booth thing with like a green screen or a blue screen where you could get in. And I had, I got my little picture taken with Jar Jar, me as a nine-year-old. <laughs> um, and so after the, but after the panel, uh, People got to go up to the front and uh, kind of wave our stuff for autographs. And I was there with my mom one of the days, uh, and she was holding up the Jar Jar picture of me and Jar Jar that I had printed out. And I remember Ahmed Best was like, "Oh, I gotta go over here, guys. I gotta, I gotta sign for this lady." It was just a very nice thing for him to do to go out of his way to sign that. So he's always been a good guy in my book, and I've always been pro Jar Jar. So keep your keep your hate uh, and take it elsewhere because I don't. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Drink your haterade at another bar. This one is full. I'm at rules. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, back to uh, the future of 10 years ago. So Celebration 6, uh, a few months after that Comic-Con, I guess a month after, August 23rd through 26th, 2012, again in Orlando. No exclusives. What the heck? Ah, crazy yeah. times. But however, Hasbro did at that convention announce the return of Legacy Collection with Build-A-Droid pieces coming back, a great new Captain Rex, an A-Wing pilot back at retail, so many new figures coming out. LucasArts was going to make 1313. It looked so awesome. Del Rey <laughs> was going to release the Sword of the Jedi trilogy about Jaina. Jaina Solo fell. Awesome. Lucasfilm Animation was working on a hilarious new show, Detours, continuing Clone Wars, <laughs> season five coming, no end in sight. Episode two and three were going to come to theaters next year in 3D. Awesome. George Lucas was there talking about everything. It was great. <laughs> and then, wait, sorry, looking at the news. Wait, wait, what? What? <laughs> so, yeah, at the same celebration, George was talking to Mark and Carrie about uh, making episode seven. Little did we know. I remember he made an offhand comment. And then, yeah, so and then. Absolutely nothing that was announced or planned at Celebration 6 uh, made it out, which is insane to me. That is a crazy list to look at. That is a moment in time to yeah. look at. And just that is absolutely bonkers. I remember when I remember being yeah. excited about Sword of the Jedi at the time. Yeah. Uh, 
what a what a weird just looking at this list john i can't wrap my head around it that it's that's wild and then that all of it was literally thrown in the trash yeah not even just slightly over two months later in october when he sold it the day before halloween in 2012 (laughs) which is insane because uh i can't remember if he had already said he was stepping down and hiring kathleen kennedy yet um but yeah the disney sale was two months later which threw everybody off guard obviously um yeah, so uh, the last hurrah before George left, Uncle George uh, said, oh, you guys really have pissed me off. The <laughs> direct line from Jar Jar and everybody being mean to him and being mean to George about the prequels to George just throwing his hands up and saying, oh, not my problem. Yep. <laughs> oh, it's good, good for him. Going home. Yeah, good for him. Uh, <laughs> so then at the same time, of course, you know, Vintage Collection was unfortunately winding down. Uh, little did we know. Uh, the next several shows did not have any three and three quarter exclusives at all, though many did have black series exclusives. So excuse me, use your little, uh, Apple podcast, 15 seconds forward button. If you have to a couple times, <laughs> but just to talk, talk about a few trends in convention exclusives. Uh, the first ever black series release was a 2013 San Diego comic-con exclusive set of Boba Fett with Han Solo and Carbonite. They did just reissue that, uh, Han Solo and Carbonite block in 2020 for the uh, empire strikes back 40th for black series of course on a on a kenner card um even though it used a return of the jedi image but you know of course of course and they rehashed it of course (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then uh yeah some of the other exclusives uh, were also kenner slash early hasbro rehashes of celebration 2017 in orlando had luke skywalker x-wing pilot on a kenner card six inch scale $35 Uh, $35 at the time. Celebration 2019. Celebration Chicago 2019. It's Celebration, then city, then year. That's how they do it now. We don't get numbers anymore. Uh, had both Darth Maul and Obi-Wan on episode one throwback cards. And then San Diego Comic Con 2019 had Boba Fett in Kinder Colors on a Kinder throwback card. That was sort of I, maybe testing the waters for blowing them out. I guess in 2017, they had all the A New Hope figures. So if it you was, wanted your it was the Boba Fett and Kenner colors from 2019 was the precursor to the uh, Empire Strikes Back 40th, but because mm-hmm. it was on the regular Star Wars card as it was back in the day, uh, it had the uh, ESB 40 logo, but it was on the Star Wars card. So I think that's why they offered yeah. it a year early. It's kind of like a, oh maybe yeah, get, get excited. Yeah, so. <laughs> and that's another yeah uh, following off of the Forlom and Zuckus set of the Kenner colors. Um, they did that with uh, Obi-Wan, Greedo, and the Jawa last year in uh, Black Series. But, and then the other thing worth noting about the Black Series is that uh, in the lead up to Force Awakens, Rogue One, and Last Jedi, and The Rise of Skywalker, uh, they had sneak preview figures available at those uh, respective years' Comic Cons. So, yeah, nowadays we're lucky to get a uh, perhaps a leaked figure ahead of a TV show. <laughs> yeah. That we may or may not be able to comment on, but uh, yeah, back then they were just saying, "Yeah, here's a here's a figure, six inch uh, fans." So yeah. uh, you're gonna be, be excited. So, you're gonna love this last Jedi. Here's a Luke and Ray <laughs> two pack that you're all gonna be excited for. Uh, I love Jar Jar and I love Last Jedi. Uh, and yes, uh, excuse I, I me, I love Last Jedi. So don't yeah. at me. Yeah, uh, you know what? That's where we just lost all of our listeners when we both said yeah. we love Last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry that Tyler's not here to tell us why yeah. we're wrong. <laughs> lightsaber should have been green i don't understand <laughs> symbolism or storytelling or story arcs anyway uh, uh love you Tyler. love you <laughs> love you guys uh anyway that's a whole other topic uh celebration 
Uh, yes, so the next celebration was Celebration Europe 2, uh, July 26th through 28th in 2013 in Essen, Germany. And then Celebration Anaheim 2015 with no more numbers, uh, April 16th through 19th, 2015 in Anaheim to celebrate the release of Force Awakens, the first look at Rogue One, uh, first look at the Josh Trank movie where he suddenly got sick right before the panel. And then it was never heard front from row again. for that panel. I was in the yep. front row for that panel. It was even featured in the uh, the recap of Celebration. Yes, uh, that was fun, man. I, that was that was my first Celebration since three. So I was super oh, yeah. excited to be back, back in the swing of things. Yeah, I remember seeing you uh, after the first time in a couple of years, I guess. Yeah, it had been it had been since film school, I think. Yeah, I was so. in New York, which don't move to New York, move to California instead. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so going back to the 2012 one, if anybody tries to tell you that the, uh, you know, Lucasfilm under Disney in the last 10 years has canceled a lot of projects, just remember 2012, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, anyway, next up was Celebration Europe 2016, July 15th through 17th and 2016. And again, jolly old London, England. I can't just stop saying jolly old London. Uh, for the release <laughs> of, Ro- apologies to Lewis, but for the release of Rogue One, which had some great key art. That's all I know about it. I did not go to that one. I had tickets to go, oh, really? uh, but you know, didn't, uh, for some reason, my broke self was not able to afford to just hop on over to London. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're, uh, some of these uh, will set you back a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so the international travel doesn't need to be added on top of it, especially if there's no three and three quarter exclusives. What the exactly. hell are we Why going bother? For? What's the point? Yeah. So celebration Orlando in 2017, April 13th through 16th, 2017, again in Orlando. Uh, for the release of Last Jedi and 40 years of Star Wars in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that was one I remember. Yeah, we were we were both of that one. Yeah. 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 We uh, did the overnight for the uh, Last yes. Jedi thing. Both met I Ryan did. Johnson. Yes, that was awesome. Because, uh, again, not not to throw, uh, throw fire on the uh, <laughs> JJ versus RJ kind of thing. But yeah. when people had to wait overnight for the episode seven stuff, JJ was like, uh, give him some pizzas, like a, a few of them. Ryan Johnson sat there for four hours and he met anybody that wanted to meet him and it was yep. incredible and it was awesome and he's a stand-up dude, much yeah. like I'm at best. I and loved it. Loved it. Love Ryan Johnson, love Last Jedi, and you can suck it if you don't. Anyway, <laughs> um, however, what, what I did not love about that convention was that, uh, yes, the overnight stays, as fun as they are, is, you know, the sense of community. The first night, because that was the second night when you were yeah. there. Yeah. I the brought those night- little crappy inflatable pool, yeah. pool floaties. <laughs> <laughs> that i bought what, and left <laughs> which was fun which was more than i had the first night which was just my uh travel air neck pillow not air pillow but it was like a little yeah. foam thing but uh sleeping on the concrete ground because you had to do it there was just no way not to do that if you wanted to get into these big panels um, i'll have to post then, the picture of that again <laughs> yeah hell yeah <laughs> but because i remember for that one uh I stayed overnight and they were like, everybody in this room is going to get into the big, it was the big 40th anniversary panel with people from all eras of Star Wars. Um, like the first, I think the first celebration appearance of Harrison Ford, they had a Carrie Fisher tribute uh, with John Williams and a full orchestra. And it was just incredible. And I did not get in despite staying overnight. And that uh, was terrible. They let in the wrong line. Uh, did they really? Yeah. So well, they, both... they overbooked the room because they were letting people in, like enjoying the line, which is fine, which is yeah. great. But like count the lines or something. They just overbooked tell me the line. And just tell me. Yeah, yeah, they overbooked the line. And then I remember uh, they let they let the wrong lines in at a couple of times. So there was oh, two lines God. converging at the same time in a line that yeah. started like 10 hours after the other line was going. And then they let yeah. the, the new line in uh, that was yeah. short. And they let them all in for it was like uh, I remember that was a that was a uh, crap That's show fun. to yeah. just put it lightly. <laughs> so so not to be enti- I don't deserve you know we don't deserve anything yeah. but 
No. If, if I'm going to stay overnight on a concrete floor, it would be nice to actually get into the panel that I'm waiting for. That's all I'm saying. So now they have the uh, lottery system, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, so for, we're going to get to 2018 in a second, but at Celebration Chicago 2019, they had a panel, or a lottery system for the panels where you could uh, put your name in ahead of time and they'd tell you if you got in or not. And yeah. if you didn't get in, that sucks, but you can plan around it and not and sleep in your nice bed. I didn't get into a single live panel yeah, at I'm Celebration sorry. Chicago. Not a single one. I got, I got into three of the four. Ooh, good for you. I'm sorry. Was, they were great. It was awesome. <laughs> <Yeah. but. laughs> I, I remember oh. we had, we had, there was 10 of us on our, our, our group and not a yeah. single pass out of our single, like anyone in our group oh my got God. into a single panel. So that was like, oh, welcome to Chicago. Jeez. So. I think tomorrow we're going to find out what, uh, the Anaheim uh, lottery results are. I'm not so, holding my breath, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not either. But so now we'll know, and then we can yeah. go to the... Because I remember watching the Clone Wars uh, preview on the screens with you. Yeah, that and was not, not not having to walk across the street in the snow of Chicago. But, yeah, uh, yeah. But before Chicago, between celebrations, was another Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con 2018. What else happened in 2018? Vintage Collection is back, baby! <laughs> So, and with it came back the three and three quarter commission exclusives. Thank God. Thank the force. Vintage collection was announced as coming back at Celebration Orlando. Yes. So, yes, yes. Yes. With the reveal video. So that was something that was very exciting. Were you there for that? Were you in the I room wa- for that? I wasn't in the room for that, but I was watching it live on my phone and okay. uh, I audibly shouted uh, while yeah. I was standing in a different line <laughs> and uh, yeah. startled people. So that was awesome. That was a great yeah. moment. They had the, uh, the retro uh, Kenner commercials intercut to the, I guess, the Force Awakens uh, trailer music. Yep. And then it ended with that shot of the Ray figure. And it said, get used to this figure because you're going to be yes, seeing yes. You're going to be seeing this repack at every <laughs> store for two years. But anyway, but great, uh, great idea. So nice to have it back. So at that Comic-Con in 2018, we got the exclusive three-pack special action figure set with nice, beautiful foil on it. Of the Dr. Afra comic set, um, which includes Dr. Afra, who was also released individually in 2018 Wave 3 as VC 129, plus her murder droids BT 1, aka BT, or tri- and Triple uh, Zero as well. And those two were never released outside that set, despite uh, them saying otherwise. And yeah. Fell and Hasbro, by the wayside. A lot of things seem to have fallen by the wayside. Yes, and Hasbro never said anything incorrect ever again. As I look <laughs> They've at my only orb. ever told us the truth yes. and things that were correct and up to date. Yes, as I look at my orange fet and et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. that's a different story. So it was great to have those sets back. Um, and that sort sort of kicked off the next three, the next two years after that. It would be sort of a three pack of three packs, a trio of three packs. Um but at Celebration Chicago, which was the next convention in 2019, April 11th through the 15th, uh, it, for the release of The Rise of Skywalker, trailer debut, um, and Clone Wars Season 7, and all kinds of fun things. Mandalorian, first look at that. Um, no exclusives there. They didn't announce the announced exclusives for Comic-Con 2019 a few months later. We saw some good stuff. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, yeah. though, you, you know, you, I think before any of us did, you got to see the, uh, uh, skiff guard three pack, um, that was revealed there, uh, at, was or it? no, sorry. That was so that was, sorry. That was celebration 2017. Wasn't it? No, that was, that was 2019. 
I don't remember. No, it was. It was 2019. Yeah, you saw that. And then uh, we saw, because uh, I took a ton of pictures of the booth. But yes, okay. uh, I remember the the skiff guard pack was what they were super excited to reveal there. They also unveiled the uh, retro collection prototype Vader. Um, yes, which was one of the Comic-Con thing. exclusives. Yeah. Which was also, yes, at Comic-Con they had that with, uh, of course, 18 variants available. They said limitless. Mm-hmm limited to 18 and then they changed the uh, color of green halfway through so technically 36 mm-hmm. I, i'm still missing i still have not opened them um i have a bunch of them i because you're only able to order two of those at target at a time and then you could do some order pickup as well in store but they didn't limit uh the number of orders you could do so i got way too many of those at one point i had i had about 35 36 i mean yeah. i didn't have all the variants i had most yeah, uh, but you because you and I yeah. traded some. Yeah, which is awesome. And now I need to do a little debut, a little uh, debut. That's on my uh, notes. A little <laughs> review. Yeah, of the uh, review debut of all the uh, various Boba Fett's and Stormtroopers that are out now. Oh yeah, I'm sure they'll be chewy there. But uh, <laughs> um, so that was new at the time before it had kind of overstayed its welcome. But uh, the second three pack, Comic Con three pack in that set was the Luke Skywalker Jedi Destiny set. With three awesome Lukes, um, including the all-new X-Wing pilot Luke, which was later reissued as VC-158 in fall 2019 with the Rise of Skywalker figures. With the helmet that also fits Ray's head, which is awesome for her three triple buns. Uh, there's the Stormtrooper Disguise version, which was one, uh, VC-169 in fall 2020, which was the infamous uh, reveal that we all we always talk about. We're... Several months after everybody already had this figure, they announced it. The only vintage collection item announced at one of their events was <laughs> a repack of that Luke coming. Anyway, and then there's the awesome Jedi Knight VC, which was later released as VC-175 in fall 2020. I'm stepping all over my words. The third figure in that set is the awesome Jedi Knight Luke figure, which was later repacked as VC-175 in fall 2020. I think a wave after the Stormtrooper Disguise one. We were getting a lot of back-to-back Lukes back then. Uh, yes, that was the wave right after. That was the wave with Hondo and... And another figure we'll hear about in just yeah, a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, so yeah, a year uh, later at... Uh, so Celebration, back to Celebration Chicago for a second. At the end of at the end of Celebration, they typically announce the next one, the dates and the locations. Not, not always, but sometimes. So then, you know, we were all hyped, we were all excited. Can't wait for Mando, can't wait for Episode Nine. can't wait for Clone Wars. Uh, the next celebration was announced for Anaheim. Okay, awesome. August 27th through the 30th, 2020. Wait a second. That's not <laughs> what happened at all. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's very excited because, yeah, since for the first time since Denver, since now I live in LA, it would it was the first celebration that was local to me, so it didn't involve a ton of travel. Yeah. It's still a little bit outside uh, what I want to drive every day and every morning and every night. So Celebration was eventually canceled. San Diego Comic-Con 2020 was canceled. And that sort of shifted to PulseCon 2020. Of course, that was when we started getting all these live streams online. Um, You know, in addition to all the terrible things that resulted out of that, obviously. Uh, If you haven't heard about them, um, I don't know who you are. But uh, (laughs) read a a newspaper or something, if newspapers still exist. But (laughs) look on the internet. a good thing was that we got a lot of these Hasbro events. I guess good, good as a point of view as always. But uh, so PulseCon anyway, in September 2020, we got the third of those three packs, 
which was the 501st Legion Arc Troopers, which had another figure that was released alongside that Jedi Knight Luke, which was Echo, uh, VC-176. Wait, is that correct? No, it was Fives, excuse me. The yes. numbers are really throwing me off here, because <laughs> Fives was VC-172 in Fall 2020. Echo, despite only being four numbers later, uh, came out almost a year later in Summer Fall 2021. Uh, backfilling a number error that Hasbro made when they still backfilled their number errors. Yes, and this is me crying in VC-188. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then rounding out the set is Jesse, a VC-250, who is coming out this year and is available for pre-order right now. Ooh. We've talked about that set. It's a great set, and they've mm -hmm. since got their mileage out of that with the uh, gaming greats figures. The Umbra operative arc troopers are processing from entertainment earth right now yes if you're anywhere else outside america you already have all these figures <laughs> but yeah. uh yeah so that was an awesome little run of uh convention exclusives so then yeah waiting for 2021 we're saying oh what's the uh, three pack going to be this year nothing nothing <laughs> unless you count uh the emperor the chair and a window as three figures but i don't and nobody does so it's not a three pack no but it's a good set it's something. It's a good it, set. And it for no, me, I, I know folks didn't like it. Some folks didn't like it. But yeah, we've gone over. It's not a two hundred and fifty dollar Emperor's Throne Room set of a bunch of no. gray floors and scaffolding. And I do want the tulip consoles. You know, yeah. I, I make fun of it for not being the most exciting set. Yeah. Some of the some of the best scenes in the saga take place there, but in and of itself, it's a, it's a bunch of gray floors. Yeah. Anyway, this set uh, is not a bunch of gray floors. It's a gray chair and a window with cardboard that uh, you can turn around so the stars can either have ships nearby or not and and the packaging itself folds the out in a, itself. in a very cool way and it's got a little yeah. tray that slides out for all the accessories which was a neat touch so yeah. it, it, i like this yeah. i like the set and it's yeah and it's an exclusive uh alternate portrait for the emperor so he's not cackling and grinning like he has in the single carded release the more neutral the more neutral look. serene Yes. Which I think it was Tyler that said it was kind of backwards that, you know, the neutral look is the one that was the exclusive and the wild look was the, the mainline look. But I mean, I get that, but they're both good. They both work. I mean, Palpatine's I, always nuts. So, and I, yeah. And I also get the idea that, you know, if you buy the one with the chair, you're going to want to display him with a neutral face. You don't want him grinning. So, yeah, they're not forcing you into making two purchases, even though the one on the card would be cool to have a neutral expression. So I get. I get why they did it, and I get the argument for the other reason. But hopefully by now, if you want them, you probably have them. This set, yeah. I think this set recently went up again on Pulse. It did. Um, so it's been kind of flashing in and out of stock. I think all of the exclusives from last year, including, I mean, like the Heroes of Endor Black Series set, kind of landed oh, yeah. like a wet fart. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that one was available for a long, 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 long time. Yeah. Um, I I picked it up, but yeah. I don't. I don't. It's Anybody fine. wants it, make me an offer because yeah. I don't need it. <laughs> yeah, I, I have it, and I, I want it. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I have yeah, it. Yeah, but so yeah, so I appreciate when they're able to like even the Luke set. There was one new figure, but uh, you know, a couple of new heads, new hands, new cloaks, things like that. Um, the Arc Troopers were one really one new figure that they were able to, you know, even repack twice in the same set. Yeah. with there's two different um pauldron sculpts in there and there's three different heads stuff like that so you know it's not always going to be 100 percent new tooling um the next convention is of course this week it's celebration anaheim 2022 may 26th through the 29th 
It's just a few days from now. That's this week. That we bought tickets for in 2019. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shortly after uh, Celebration Chicago, yes. Man, I, I, I still remember the optimism in 2020. It's like, ah, this whole thing's going to be over by the yeah. summer. So Over by Easter, some, somebody said. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember. But uh, as events yeah. were falling one by one, hoping that maybe August, things yeah. would be clear by then. And then that was the, that was the hammer to fall. Uh, yes, I did. That was not fun. Not a fun moment. I, I will say though, you did mention that, you know, with the whole pivot to Hasbro doing a lot of these live streams and stuff that, that definitely is a good thing that came out of the last couple of years where Hasbro was, you know, making the efforts to engage, uh, mm-hmm. with, with the, you know, their consumer base with the fans and, yeah. and facilitating Q and A's, uh, however they could. And so I do appreciate the effort that they put in to, uh, keep us in the loop, even though keeping us in the loop is them not really saying much and keeping us at arm's length, at least we're still well, sure. reachable. So, and a lot of that is, you know, now even after. So, you know, we talked on the last episode about how during the George era, he would release full spoilers and a whole action figure line ahead of the movie, the novelization ahead of the movie, a soundtrack that talks about Qui Gon's death multiple times. They'd show you. Uh, they'd show you pivotal moments of yes. the movie like Revenge of the Sith uh, yeah. weeks before it uh, came out. <laughs> Yeah, so. even if you didn't go to Celebration, they had a video game where you could play the entire movie beforehand. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, even in the Disney area, we Disney era, we'd get trailers, lots of trailers. We'd get, uh, you know, maybe one or two Black Series figures ahead of time. And then oh, uh, still a full range of products two or three months before the movie came out. Yeah. And now we're lucky to get, you know, perhaps a leak of a figure uh, or, you know, ahead of time. Or now they do these tied thematic weekly uh, updates fet fridays yeah. obi-wan wednesdays mando mondays instead of product we have reveals so yes and that you can pre-order and get a year later but it is what it is so yes um and it's conventions- not just vintage collection either anymore it is black series yes. as well yes, uh, yes also also struggling to keep up so yes take the good you take the bad you take them both and there you have the facts of life you might even say but <laughs> uh yeah, so these conventions were also a way, obviously, to show a bunch of product. So you'd get Toy Fair in February, and then Comic Con in July, maybe a celebration, maybe New York Comic Con, as that's become more of a thing over the last seven, eight, ten years. Um, so you know, even if every live stream isn't the most exciting or showing you a bunch of stuff, we are getting them fairly frequently yeah. lately. So it's nice to be kept in the loop, as you say. So I appreciate that. However, you know, nothing really compares to the in-person convention experience. If everyone's being safe and everyone's, you know, properly vaccinated and I think everyone's supposed to be masked at the event, which I, I appreciate not uh, getting a face full of COVID just because I want to look at action figures. Yeah. So, you know, so hopefully there'll be more reveals at the show. Hopefully there'll be. I'm worried about the pre-orders at the show because if they go up while we're waiting in line for something, that'll be that'll be fun. Yeah. The convention Wi-Fi on the convention center Wi-Fi. The Hasbro um, pre-order or not pre-orders, the Hasbro panel, I'm not if I'm not mistaken, is Friday, correct? Yeah. Okay. So that would be the day there'd probably be reveals. And they t- they generally do pre-orders available the next day now, the way that they've been doing stuff, but that would be Saturday. Yeah. So maybe they'll wait. So yeah, maybe they'll wait. Uh, maybe it'd be like, ah, get it on the next Obi-Wan Wednesday. You can pre-order yeah. all this stuff. But I do hope Plus it's they- not on, on, on Saturday because that's when I'm supposed to be uh, doing my uh, photo op and autograph with oh, yes. Ewan McGregor. So yeah. I don't want to have to worry about buying maybe, you know, something that relates to him uh, while yeah. trying to just focus on being like, Oh my God, that's yeah, there he is. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Seriously, because uh, I remember they put them up. They put up the wave in 2019. I remember pre-ordering it with you. Mm-hmm. It was like the, the Crate Luke wave and the Death Star Gunner and the and R2-D2. they had quantities of the first reissue wave uh, yes. available. You're right. Was that 20? Yeah, 2019. They had the quantities of that available at the Hasbro booth. Um, and that was a couple of months before they made it to market. So, yeah, I guess so, that's as good as that's as good as you can hope for it. I guess these days is for mainline product to have a small availability early via Hasbro Direct. And so in addition to the panel of reveals, they have a booth there, obviously. And sometimes they have new stuff the day before the reveals or, you know, as soon as the celebration hits. Um, with reveals throughout the weekend after the panel but yeah so who knows we might see new stuff thursday we might have to wait till friday um a good indication is when they have blank spots in the booth or if there's anything covered up so yeah 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 i don't know what to expect but i'm I'm excited i'm gonna keep my expectations low but there are some things i imagine that you know if if the internet's to be believed (laughs) yes if instagram this week is to be you know believed there may be some things that could be exciting to see if they if they so choose <laughs> so yes perhaps and i hope they do choose i really hope they do choose too uh because then maybe i'll just print out a picture of a thing uh, <laughs> <laughs> to be signed so so yeah so now in addition to the live streams and the obi-wan wednesdays and the panel who knows how much stuff we're going to get in one go it's probably not going to be a giant drop here's everything you're going to get for the rest of the year yeah all the obi-wan figures here's a dozen book of boba fett figures probably not gonna get that but and know, here's we'll all see, those we'll rise see. of skywalker figures you wanted to yes we're still- <laughs> i've got a bridge to sell you <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. anyway you know ha- happier beeps though just in general because as as frustrating as it is not having product for uh something before we get to see it which i know as long as I've ever been a Star Wars fan, and this goes back, you know, uh, to Empire Strikes Back, because again, product was released after the first Star Wars, so maybe they're just returning mm-hmm. to that heritage of yeah. uh, <laughs> releasing stuff a year That's later. True. Um, you know, part of the experience of Star Wars, and especially as a prequel era kid, uh, it, yeah, it's really going to be looked at until the last of the prequel era generation dies off. The the toys and having, you know, the figures in hand before media came out and like experiencing and getting excited about star Wars in that tactile kind of way was an intrinsic part of the experience. And it always, it always was really for the better part of those first 40 years of star Wars. So that's why it's been jarring and hard to sit there and have the product stuff be incredibly reactionary and you're excited for something new uh, media wise, but they're still catching up to something two shows ago, um, which yep. is hard. Uh, but it is, I guess the solace I'll take in that is that it is affecting all Hasbro out, out, uh, put pretty, pretty similarly now. Whereas, you know, uh, black series had a Din Jaren Mandalorian figure before the Mandalorian even aired. They had a Jawa before it even aired. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until the following February, uh, that vintage collection got their first couple of Mandalorian figures. But now you're looking at, you know, I think Book of Boba Fett may have been the first one outside of a couple early birds finding uh, Fennec wa- uh, the Fennec Wave for Black Series sneaking out back in December. Pretty mm-hmm. equal footing on that that part where Black Series fans and, and TVC fans are still, you know, just getting their first Bobas and Fennecs from that show now, yeah. uh, five months after it aired. So, yeah. and that's, you know... Some of its supply chain issues, you know, the yeah. the way the world is, as 
a phrase we'll be hearing from them this yeah. week, I'm sure. I, I do want to bring up, because I've mentioned it, I've mentioned it to you before, and I mentioned it in one of our, our group chats, John, where it's, a lot of it does come down to where it's easy to point blame at Hasbro, which, you know, they're the face of making Star Wars toys. I get it. Mm-hmm. But Lucasfilm and Disney also are key players in this where, you know, they have to be willing to play ball with Hasbro. They have to be willing to share things with Hasbro uh, and, you know, have a good communicative relationship in order for there to be toys made. You know, Hasbro can't make this stuff out of the ether. So, and it's, yeah. Yeah. And um, to that point, like there's no Lego sets for Obi-Wan Kenobi that we know of. There's no gentle giant maquettes. There's no anything. There's no, socks there's no neckties there's no obi-wan kenobi commemorative keyboards you know there's nothing yeah uh i I mean hasbro has announced their black series obi-wan they've announced their but that wasn't that long ago so no no and the darth vader helmet and their lightsaber so they are ahead of literally everybody else yeah with just those three meager items which are incredibly obvious yeah cool but obvious so yeah and like the experience this past week of getting the vanity fair photos and article and finally getting to see, oh my God, Andor and Mon Mothma, like more than a week before the show airs. Yeah. Or finally seeing a picture of Darth Vader. Yep. Uh, what he's going to look like in the Obi-Wan show and getting to compare him to Rogue One and Revenge of the Sith and seeing how close he is and, you know, seeing how accurate the, uh, the picture on the Black Series helmet box is to how he looks in the show. These are the fun moments. And, you know, it would be nice if there was more of them ahead of the show. Yeah. I get wanting to prevent spoilers. I totally get that. Leak and spoiler culture for sure is partly to blame too. And you know, the internet today is not the same as it was 20 years ago for the prequels. And in, in any way, Mm -hmm. you know, if somebody posts a picture of a figure, uh, revealed on the back of a, let's say a Boba Fett Morak figure, uh, (laughs) it'll be spread all over the internet within minutes. Um, whether Hasbro likes or Lucasfilm like it or not. Um, you know, somebody found a Ray with a lightsaber ahead of the force awakens. And then there was a big, kerfuffle about that yeah um so i don't know but yeah getting a, a little bit of a peek at the process would be a little yeah. nice yeah. you know our first look at a droid uh was in the trailer then we saw it in like a, a volkswagen ad and like we if you read some of the leaks you might know what that droid is but like we have no official word and yeah it'd be nice to know uh, you know i want to i want to know i want to know yeah it, you know it, it's tough because the it ends up the info ends up being out there anyway but in a way yeah. that they can't control the narrative in a way that yep. they can't you know capitalize off of the excitement directly and then it ends up with people kind of being resentful of like oh the official channel cannot be relied on you know we're they're not going to yeah. tell us anything and it's hard i get it i do get wanting to play things close to the chest but it's hard especially with things like main characters a main character should never be considered a spoiler. You know, yeah, they, that's the name of the show. Yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi was announced in 2019. Uh, I, I did a story yeah. post about it. that They filmed it last May through September. So Obi-Wan's outfit was finalized Years over ago. 12 months ago. And if they are to be, be believed that it takes 12 to 18 months for, you know, a uh, figure from seeing it, from see, seeing the design to getting yeah. a figure to retail, that means that share a little yeah that lucasfilm needs to share a little earlier so just to uh put a point on it i guess i totally get you know wanting to preserve big secrets of the show luke skywalker and force awakens grogu and the mandalorian those are the two they always reference Mm -hmm. those are sort of outliers you know but just real quick it's been 16 months since we saw luke 
at the end of Mandalorian season yeah. two. Well, and we just now got a pipeline reveal of it. And it's, and that yeah, means it, like earliest it'll show up is at least five, five months. From and now. it's even ironic to use Grogu as an example because they rushed him to market when the, after the show came out, mm-hmm. they're like, we got to get this guy out there. So they yeah. pulled every string they could to get him out, you know, not early, but within a few months at least in black series and in other product lines and stuff like that yeah so it can be done if they want to um it's just again not, not that i need to you know peek at the presents before christmas but you know and i get that they want to preserve it but you know we know darth vader is going to be in the show we know obi-wan's obviously going to be in the show can we get it's literally insane to me that a kid who's excited about the show can't go buy a darth vader of any kind right now yeah Based on any movie, based on anything, you know, in any form factor, maybe the poppet thing, you can go get one. Yeah. But that's it. Like, that's just wild to me. You can get, you can get them in 5POA 6 inch if you buy that. Whole yes, that's pack. true. That is yeah. true. Yes, yes. You, <laughs> with all his, with his friends, Ray and the uh, Death Trooper. Yeah. And Grogu. Um, that he totally, totally interacts with. Yep. So you're right. I'm sorry about yeah, that. You but, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, excited to see what they got. Hopefully they can, it seems like, uh, you know, the fact that they revealed a Black Series figure, at least ahead of the show, is yeah. good. Hopefully they'll be reveals this week. The show's this week, so, you know. Yeah, I mean, we're what, three days away, or sorry, four or five days away from seeing it. Depending on when I release this, I may release it Monday. I may release yeah. it Wednesday. We um, I may never release it. We don't know what well, this show's going to do. I have so. no idea. <laughs> we do know that this Wednesday is the first Obi-Wan Wednesdays. Yes. So we don't don't know what to expect, but hopefully there'll be something there. Yeah. Um, and then Friday, of course, Friday afternoon is the Hasbro Star Wars panel. So there should be at least a few reveals this week. Let's hope. Yeah. Well, John, is there, uh, as we wind this up, uh, anything you do want to throw out there in the ether? Uh, not really. Just that I need to figure out which uh, rainbow colored uh, Star Wars figures I need to buy at Celebration. Yes, exactly. Very, and I'm excited to do so. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Um, needless to say, if you've gotten to this point in the episode, uh, you've realized that John and I are going to celebration this week. Um, yes. So you yes. mentioned it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll uh, we'll be in the same room, I think, for the first time for oh a while. Oh my god! So, uh, I am I'm bringing a uh, run and gun microphone setup, so maybe we'll record something for the first time together uh, wow. for this show. Um, <laughs> and I did just post about it on Instagram. I will post about it a couple more times this week. Uh, it's in the SWTVC story. Uh, if you find me, uh, Evan, at Mile High Ground, if I'm wearing that shirt, uh, if you find me at any point during the show, don't be afraid to say hello or hello there have you and uh i've got some stickers that i'm more than happy to uh to hand out so uh, i don't want to bring any home <laughs> so yeah <laughs> uh feel free to to say hi if you see me at the show i can't speak for john but i'm sure he wouldn't be too sad if you said well, hello to him either so <laughs> i would not but i won't have any stickers to give you so true uh, true enough there's true not enough. as much as of an incentive to talk to me so yes yes i need friends so <laughs> that's all this is it's a ruse it's a trap so, oh my i love all it all right well um yeah that that thank you john for putting this together walking us through all the convention exclusives you know over the past 23 20 yeah 23 years yeah. uh that yeah. it's good and i'm you know it's always a bummer to see all the the lulls in the three and three quarters yeah. uh things i you know i'm not holding my breath since hasbro hasn't even said anything about any kind of exclusives no. for celebration I, i'm not going to hold my breath for anything there uh other than just hopefully getting to see a couple things revealed that uh, we're hopeful are coming 
So yeah, that, Definitely. That, that's good. And I, you know, I, I, I think it'll be nice to, you know, even get any FaceTime with anyone at Hasbro at the, at the Hasbro booth this year to be able to, you know, see what they set out. Uh, yeah. So Absolutely. I'm just beyond excited for celebration. I'm trying to rein it in. So I'm not, yeah. <laughs> uh, not screaming into the microphone. So <laughs> Uh, oh man and the obi-wan show this week for god's and the sake Obi- yeah like th- it's, i don't know well i don't know how we're gonna watch it at celebration because yeah there's, there's no screening announced and i'm, I'm like, bringing my laptop and hdmi thing so we can watch it thinking, at yeah. the, uh, the hotel so uh if worse Perfect. comes to worse so we'll have a screening party have, at the hotel room if they don't have disney plus in every hotel in anaheim you know they got to figure something out come on disney get it together <sighs> oh, they don't know what they're doing uh <laughs> If we ran the show, everything would be perfect. You'd all have action figures and you'd all yeah. have 20 things you loved. So, <laughs> and also Last Jedi, because we love that too. Yes, so you'd yes, have yes. things you hate. <laughs> the Ryan Johnson trilogy would already be here, okay? Yep, yep. Every movie would be a Ryan Johnson movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Starring Jar Jar. Uh, yeah, hell yeah. Written and directed by George Lucas. Um, <laughs> all right. On that note, gang. That's it for this episode of the SWTVC podcast. As always, back TVC, balance the scales, Hasbro, finish the 96, keep 375 alive. Hello there, and may the force be with you.